once again to King of Kaiju, a legacy or a monarch legacy of monsters podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you? I am fine, Phil. How are you? Doing all right. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you? Doing a little better. That is good. Uh, so who are we? Uh, so basically this is a podcast that follows the television series on Apple Plus, once again called Monarch Legacy of Monsters. And each week we record an episode on the latest episode of the show. Uh, the show appears to be coming out on Fridays, and then we usually record it uh, right after the weekend to have it released on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, depending on uh, the time frame. Uh, this week, uh, we are going to discuss Episode 5, The Way Out. Uh, but we do have a couple other things to say, which is today is November 11th, 2023, that we are recording this. Uh, the episode, as mentioned, was number five. Uh, we do have an email, darkdiscussions at AOL.com which you can email us, just put Kaiju uh, in the subject, and then we will uh, see the email because it gets mixed in with all the emails that we get for screeners and things like that. Um, and then we will read your email on the podcast. Uh, we do have a website, which is www.darkdiscussions.com, which is a website that includes news articles and a number of other podcasts, including podcasts that your three co-hosts here are on as well. We also have a Patreon button on that website, on every page of the website, which will bring you to patreon.com backslash dark discussions where you can donate to the network and podcast because uh, we do not do this for money. This is all for free. So we just take donations at this point. Uh, if you do want to advertise with us, you can always advertise with us as well. Uh, you can just contact us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com. And in the subject, again, put Kaiju, K-A-I-J-U, and your advertisements will go on all the podcasts in the network. Um, you can do a couple other things, which is share this podcast on social media if you uh, cannot uh, donate money. And you also can uh, go to Apple's uh, Apple Podcasts and write us a review. Um, so that's pretty much it, except that we do have a Facebook group called Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group. Again, this is a podcast that's part of the network. Uh, so obviously the email is uh, darkdiscussions at AOL.com, uh, the Dark Discussions News Network email. All right. So that's pretty much the house cleaning. So I guess we can get into our discussion tonight on episode five. Episode five is called The Way Out. 
directed by Marzi Almas, a Canadian filmmaker is uh, where she's from, and Amanda Overton, who is the writer. It came out on December 8th, 2023. We were at the half point on season one. Uh, so uh, let's go with you, uh, Mike. What's your thoughts on uh, The Way Out, episode five? Um, mixed. Uh, I mean, it's going to get out of the way, which I'm not, not, not going to be surprised if you look at the previous episodes. I didn't like the fact that there wasn't any new kaiju stuff in there. Yes, there was Godzilla in it, but I think it was all or mostly recycled footage from previous episodes. Um, I did not like the fact that we, this is now the second episode in a row we've spent away from our flashback characters, um, from the 1950s timeline. Um, I know that we're going to be getting, going back to them. I just don't know when. And this is the second episode, in a, so, excuse me, ep, second episode in a row devoted to exploring a character's backstory that in, this case, I really didn't pick up anything terribly new or relevant, except for one thing that made me like the character less, which is not what they should have been. I, I'm sure is not what they had planned to do. So I would argue, for me, this is maybe I, there were a lot of things I liked. Let me say that there's, there's things I liked about it. Uh, conceptually, I liked exploring the world and seeing how. Uh, a world that is aware of the existence of kaiju, even if they're really just one attack, has changed. The exploring of the rubble was kind of interesting. Um, but fundamentally, yeah, this feels like the last episode and this episode could have been smushed together. Uh, and they could have probably excised a lot of the backstory stuff that I don't think has made the characters all that much more interesting. And saved us a week. So that's my thought. All right, sounds good. Uh, I will say that I think there may be one other kaiju attack because they showed footage when she was in the classroom of an attack that happened in Beijing, it seems. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that when we uh, talk about uh, the episode. Uh, for me, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of where you are, Mike. I, I, I disliked this episode a lot. I thought it was terrible. Uh, so probably worse, uh, you know, I, I liked it less than even you. Um, I did like the San Francisco, uh, how it looked and what we saw of it. Uh, but, um, the entire scene in San Francisco really doesn't move the story at all. It was like just a dead end. It w went nowhere. Um, the way the, the three of them acted in a, uh, area of the city that people are not allowed in and they were loud and singing and all this other stuff. It was just stupid. Um, also going into buildings that could tumble at any moment, uh, especially the highest floors is, is kind of stupid. Um, also the, the backstory of the character, as, uh, you mentioned it, didn't make us like her all that much more, but it also um, gave us nothing, in my opinion, of what I thought this show would be about. Instead, it's now become, again, more soap opery, and uh, it's uh, disappointing me. 
Uh, so yeah, this episode I feel is the worst out of the five so far. Uh, the first three were all solid, really good, but the last two have been uh, mediocre at best and horrible at worst. Uh, so that's my thoughts. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Yeah, uh, I agree with a lot of what both of you have said. I don't dislike it as much as you guys because I really thought the last episode was so bad, um, even though there were kaiju in it. I don't mind that there weren't kaiju in this episode, really, because we've had it in every, every pretty much every episode. What I did want that I did get a little of is more of the monarch mystery and a little more <clears throat> um, intrigue. I liked that part. As you guys were talking about, we're getting a lot of backstory for characters that we really don't even need to know about their backstory. It doesn't really – their backstory doesn't really inform us to what their current story is. And if it's making anyone dislike the characters, then that's definitely not doing its job. So that, I think, is a mistake. I also think the other mistake they're making is that – I think people like the 1953 storyline, maybe even more than the current day one. And that is a disservice they're doing to that story by not having the flip flop in each episode with some of that in each of the episodes. Um, <clears throat> if, if what we got so far from the 1950s story is all we're going to get, that will be really disappointing to me. So I don't know where the show's going to go. Um, this episode, like I said, I don't think it was a great episode, but I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the episode before it because the episode before it just seemed stupid storyline-wise. Um, this one at least was working with the monarch secrecy and stuff and trying to get some of that out there. That's it. All right. Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> so uh, that's our thoughts on the episode. Uh, so for folks who are listening to this podcast, assuming that you s still will after our um, disappointments on the last two episodes, uh, because we're not here to trash anything. We're here to give our honest opinions. Um, but uh, what we do here on this podcast is we talk about everything and anything about episodes. So episode five, we'll talk about everything uh, because we're assuming that everybody who listens to this podcast, follows the show, watches the show, and wants to hear other perspectives, whether negative or positive, on what uh, they saw. Uh, so similar to uh, watching a baseball game or a football game and then listening to commentary by sports talk show hosts after the fact. So that's what we do here. So, all right. So I guess we can get into our episode tonight and and uh, our episode tonight and talk about everything and anything. So uh, where do we want to go? Who wants to start? Well, I guess I will. Since I'll um, oh. jump in. So um, this is stuff that I liked is that you got um, a scene early on uh, as the characters were was when they were arriving in San Francisco of a uh, survival bunker, which I thought was funny. Uh, I'm sure it's also making some point about, you know, because they make the comment about it's only the the the, the tech bros, from, which I'm assuming they mean your uh, super wealthy Silicon Valley types, you know, whether it's your yep. Elon Musk or um, what's his name, 
um, Jeff Bezos types. And apparently that's a thing where there's like this whole uh, subculture of the super wealthy luxury panic rooms or whatever they are, survival bunkers. Oh, yeah, I would do the same if I was that rich. Yeah, I I can't. I can't fault them. If I'm going to fucking survive the end of the world, I want to do it with a big screen TV and the right. and a generator. Um, yeah, exactly. So, no, I, I agree. With you. I can't blame him for that. But I thought that was funny. And it's these little touches we've seen on in a few episodes, um, like where they've had, like, the, the Godzilla warning attacks, you know, warnings and, and the Godzilla shelter and stuff uh, that, that, I, that I've enjoyed as far as world building in a way that the movies really have not, depending on your point of view, either have not had time to do or have not bothered to do. Um, so I like that. Uh, I like the fact that we were, I'll agree with you, Barrett, I like that we kind of got into Monarch, but it felt like that was the the buried part of the story where... <laughs> Yeah, I agree. You know, it's Shaw facing off, more or less Shaw facing off with his interrogators. And that again, that doesn't really go very far. There's a big reveal at the end with one of the characters. And, you know, I can enjoy Shaw sparring because, you know, it's freaking Kurt Russell. And he he's always uh, magnetic to watch. Um... So so that's kind of the stuff that I liked. Um, no one's brought up the giant hole in the middle of the, of Alaska that we saw last episode, but I'm pretty sure I think we're coming back to next uh, in, a, in a future installment. They they released a uh, trailer for the second half of the season, and there are definitely scenes in there we haven't seen yet. And I will also say that episodes uh, series have budgets and. Not every episode gets the same amount of money, and if you're if you're getting an episode like this, that I want to be careful how I say this is relative is seems inexpensive because there are no giant monster scenes, although they did have to recreate a a uh, destroyed city. Um, I think that's a little easier now thanks to the volume, um, and certainly dressing up an office isn't too bad, but. Uh, they're probably saving money for something later down the road or making up for something they've already spent money on. So last episode had um, a fairly significant amount of kaiju stuff, so maybe this episode is what we pay for what we got last episode. So I agree. I don't mind that this were, there was an episode without any kaiju, like significant kaiju stuff. I'll grant it. But I still think you could have taken last week's episode, had them get rescued in the first 15 minutes and then had this episode focused on what's going on at Monarch. Yes. And yes. that found a condensed storyline that did not have the character literally walking through her flashbacks. Right. Right. And, and walking through San Francisco apocalypse singing songs together. Well, and we already know enough about her background to know how badly she's scarred. We don't need that hammered into our heads. Right. I mean, it's pretty obvious that has affected her greatly. And yes, Phil, you're right. I thought it was really stupid too when he's trying to make it fun by singing when they could get caught by soldiers who will shoot them as looters. That was just dumb. Right. 
and even with with soldiers nearby, if you noticed, uh, that they kept their flashlights on continuously. There was a couple yes. times they set them off, but even in the subway, even in uh, uh, some of the other areas, it, it was just very very silly. Um, I, I mean, well, I, yeah, it's it's and literally they're singing, and I understand the point. It's a character building thing, but we don't uh, need it. Though, right? well, not at that point. <laughs> at I that don't point, think right, it's, it's a, it's a, to me, it's a sequential issue. If this is early on with them going through the rubble, it is them sharing a memory of their, their they, joint they, they could have done it. They could have done it on the air in the airplane, right? That's they where they done, were. Well, I you understand. What I'm, what I'm saying yeah. is that once you've seen the soldiers and you're aware that they're there, that's not the time to do it. Right. Maybe when they first yeah. arrived and they're walking through and maybe they're not expecting to be ambushed or to see the soldiers, okay, maybe you give them a pass. But they've but been warned the that they can be killed by the soldiers. Like, right, and that's right. and that's it. And, 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 never and mind. literally, Rats. they turn around, walk around the corner, and there the soldiers are who somehow <laughs> mysteriously did not hear them singing. Right. So it seems it's the, the idea is good. The timing of it, where they placed it, was off. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I, mean, I still don't yeah. think it, it's even necessary. But I, no, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's char- It's not necessary. Most character building stuff isn't necessary. This is a giant monster show for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Um, character building isn't necessary. We don't need to know really that he's a failed artist. We didn't have to go through the Temple of Doom scene that uses his artistic skill that we saw in the previous episode. Well, and now um, we think he's an idiot because he's going to sing in a dangerous place like that. Come in, on. in fairness, I kind of thought he was a bit of an idiot before. Right. Well, well, but more so now. <laughs> yeah, but but she did too. Yeah. She, yeah. she joined in, you know. Yeah. It's 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 pretty 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 weird. Uh, I will say a couple of other things that were weird about this episode was they get on the helicopter and then they they cut <clears throat> starting this episode here. With them in jail in cells, and it's like, what, what? Where did this happen? We didn't see them get arrested. I was okay. With, that didn't bother me. I knew that that was what would, what happened because they got taken by the by the group. Right. Well, I, yeah, I guess I, it, it confused me at first. It's like, hold it, weren't they just uh, rescued by these folks, and then all that now, rescue? And, <laughs> yeah, and, and now they're in a cell. So I thought that was odd. I also felt it was odd that. They didn't care that Shaw was left behind um, that much, but uh, well, they had weird. no choice there. I mean, they yeah, were that, getting getting dropped off, and they like no, they were told they should feel lucky that they not, something worse did not happen. Also, um, yeah, the monarch scenes, like you said, it could have been really good, but it was really just like two rooms and, and three people. Besides Shaw, so it kind of oh, reminded not... me of a low-budget film similar to like Hands of Hell, where yeah. the police department and it's just a room with. And a most of what they it. did was very telegraphed. Like yeah. I knew May yeah. was going to be a plant or going to turn on them because yeah. you know that's just where the show is taking her. Um, it just you know some of it just there were no real surprises to me in this episode. Like, well, can I also? Say something that rang false to me. I, I I can expect they broke Shaw out of a monarch facility or some whatever. So the idea that I don't think they would be too shocked that he would end up back in custody. 
the whole goal is to uh, do this uh, Star Wars with the Millennium Falcon thing, right? It's like put the tracking device on board the Millennium Falcon, follow it back to the Rebel base. So here, well, let's let them go and find the thing they're looking for, and they'll lead us to the thing we want to get. Right. Well, but who is the one competent person in that group that is helping them that knew the father and is trying to connect them back together? Right. That's Shaw. Right. They should have released Shaw with them. Now, maybe Shaw would have been smart enough to figure this out, but he, I, I could just as easily have just, you know, thrown that away with says, you know what? Yeah, they're just, they, they released us so they could probably track us and follow us to find out what it is that you're doing. And then they could say, well, should we stop doing it? They said, no. <laughs> they're going to, we, we need to get what we need to get. Let, if they want to follow, let them follow. You know, there's ways they could they could have done that. Shaw should have been with them, in my personal opinion, breaking up the group again, right? Uh, in two weeks, for the same thing to hit a lot of the same rhythms, which is right where we started, right? Which is to bring us kind of back where we started, and just to give us slightly more insight into our characters. Yeah, who aren't that interesting to begin with, except for May. And that's yeah. only because they haven't really given us her backstory. If I think right. I feel like if they give us her backstory, she's going to become really boring. Right, <laughs> right. Because, it, because if she's not working for Monarch or she's not a double agent or she's not doing any of that stuff, then all she is is a, 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 a computer whiz kid. And that's it. And it's like yeah. big deal. Which is fine. That's more skill but, than the other two seem to have. Right. But, but, <laughs> but you, you know, there's nothing about her that makes us think that she's, um, you know, can do do the uh, the black part of the internet, the dark web or something. You know, there's nothing about. It just seems like she's just. I don't know. It's just whatever. But oh, she figured those hard drives out and all that. Yeah, so yeah I that's think true. That's they're true. intimating that she has some good Still. computer knowledge, but yeah. we don't know anything about her, so she could be anything. And right. we, you know, and that feels kind of lame to me right now because. If I get her backstory and it's really boring, it's going to suck even more because then all three characters are going to be like, why the hell are we even following them? I agree with the Monarch people. Just set them free and leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't get it. it it's, some of it, it's, it's strange, too, because, I mean, they could have done lie detector tests on these people. They, and they would have, you know, they were arguing Monarch. I don't think they know anything. Which is true. They, they don't know anything. Don't. And, and all they had to do was do a wide detector test or, or, or anything else. And, and They saw like maybe five minutes of a video or whatever. You know, I mean, they yeah. don't know anything. All they're doing is looking for her fa- her and his father. I mean, right. right. how does that so intimately connect to whatever Monarch's doing who think he's dead? Right. right. <laughs> and, and anybody that's related to him, their father – they would all they would be all um have files and records about them and who they right. are and they would already know if they they knew something or not yep pretty much um but they're making well, I think the we, we have a problem and i want to know what kind of organization monarch is yeah cuz they seem bumbling well <laughs> right and that's now. it but and i don't and i got to be honest i don't mind that because one they're not I don't either. at the yeah. moment 
a, a, a true government operation as far as we can tell. They're a private organization, and I am perfectly fine for them to be more like what an actual organization would be, which is not some hyper-ruthless, super-efficient, knowing-everything, all your know, eyes everywhere kind of thing. I don't have a problem with them not really knowing much about these characters. I think the fact that they don't know anything, and there was one exchange of dialogue, and I can't remember what it was, uh, where it's clear that they don't know. Monarch doesn't realize they don't know what the father was up to or didn't know what the father was up to. So that tells you that wasn't Monarch that said you can't tell your kid what's going on. It was the father's decision to keep them out of the loop. Right. Which may have something to do with, uh, with the father's backstory. You know, maybe he tried following his father to Skull Island, or you know, there may be something that happens in the fifties or sixties with him that we'll catch when we get back to the flashbacks. Maybe when we finally catch back up to the father, uh, that will give us some insight as to why he wanted them out of the business and kept it all secret from him. Doesn't Monarch um, feel kind of um, factional to you as well? And yeah, and there's factions within it, and I don't mind that because I think that's very, very feasible. And I think you have an organization that, over the course of the four films that we've seen, is very, very different in each of the films. Yeah. Um, Look like they, they didn't have it they didn't know they were going to make a monsterverse and they didn't know there was going to be a company called Monarch until after the fact. Well, no, they did because Monarch has been there since the first film. But I don't think they had it planned out is what I mean. Uh, They kind of had a monsterverse planned out, but yeah, they didn't have, well, Monarch, Monarch itself. They they did not have a good grasp on that because you go from Hong Skull Island where it is uh, an organization that is, on the verge of being defunded to Godzilla King to Godzilla where he, there is a founded organization, but it's basically just a kind of sort of black ops operation, a non or quasi government operation to King of the Monsters where they have this super vehicle. Like they've got this aircraft or flying super jet or something. And high-tech weaponry and and a paramilitary force. And, you know, it's just like, what, what is it? What is this organization? How has this changed? And this is something you could address. There are ways. I, I've certainly read enough comic books where they, they can do whole stories explaining different discrepancies and things. And, and you can get creative with those things. But I'm still not sure. We have spent – we've gotten teased with them for five episodes. We finally get them together. I would have liked to see more of that unveiling them. Maybe that's um, coming up in a future episode, and we find out more about them, but I don't mind their their incompetence. What I mind is that I'm spending time with a story I don't care about. Right. And it's not needed for the main story at all. That's (laughs) correct. Yeah, yeah. These flashbacks to the two children's, um, I, I guess they're doing it to because they they're supposed to be the main characters, but unfortunately, if they're the main characters, the, then that that is um, a mistake because, like you said, Mike, the 1950 stuff, those characters, or, or it was you, Barrett, that said that story is way better. Um, it is, and then the the um, 
I, I don't, yeah, it's, it's just. The mainline story suffers from quite a few things. One, this whole bigamy thing does not help it at all. It makes me not like the guy they're looking for. Um, right. And they've got a ver- some very unlikable characters who don't really get along very well. And this whole looking for the father is a boring storyline. Everything else is incidental to it to them, but not to me. That's the stuff that's important to me, like the monsters. You right. know what the I mean? problem is so, why why do we care about the well, I don't understand why they care about the father. Why do we care about the father? Right. They've given us and, no reason to. And are we going to spend five more episodes of this? I kinda would like to get there now. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. The bigamy right. storyline would have bothers me the most and if you want to say I'm a judgmental fuck, please go ahead. Is that it feels like they're bending over backwards to excuse it? They are. Yeah. Yeah, and even even the the girl's mother or the woman's mother. Says, oh, I always I, knew that something was Yeah, off. and I I was okay with a, a part-time husband and I was right. like this is really so, weird. This is just like now, dysfunction at its worst. I'm going out on a limb here, Phil, and guessing you haven't watched the uh or, or most of the trend or and or any of the Transformers films. Uh I only uh, saw Bumblebee and the first one. Okay, well Bumblebee was probably the best one. There was but I think it was it might have been the fourth film. Where there's a character who is like hitting on or dating the lead character's daughter who's like a high school student. And they take a moment in the film to talk about the legality and like Romeo and Juliet laws and the why it's not at all creepy for him to be sleeping with her. It's like, wow, you're really going out of your way to justify this. Yeah, well, and and I don't know why. Yeah, well, I hope they didn't say Romeo and Juliet because both of them were youngsters, right? So no, but there's 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 what they call Romeo and Juliet laws, meaning so that way if you have a two sixteen year olds sleep together, they can't be right, right, right. Uh, arrested for, may, for statutory rape, right? There's, which there, which there, makes there. that sense. Which makes sense. Right, which makes sense. But it was just like. Why it's sort of like you know why you know, like Clint not Clint Eastwood I don't know how I made that mistake uh, Quentin Tarantino and you know and always showing off somebody's feet you know it's like yeah are you showing are you are you are you like telling us something about yourself here is there a is there a yes. thing you want us to know <laughs> yeah I'm yeah, feeling but... I'm I'm feeling a little weirded out here by this storyline and the fact that you then I know what you're trying to do I do. I do. I understand that you had by this lead character, and I saw some people online complaining that it went woke because they revealed the lead character is a lesbian. I'm actually very happy that they managed to avoid blurting that out in the very first episode, that they're just treating it like it's a relationship. And the fact that she was cheating on her significant other, so she's not the... um, Right. Well, they they obviously the ultra perfect characters. Sometimes you tend to do when you're trying to hold up certain uh, certain minority groups, but the fact that you now reveal that she's not—I mean, she's not married to either one, so she's not really a bigamist. But she's basically doing the same thing her father did, and the idea that she realizes this, and this is something she has in common with her father. I'm like, this is this is really not. And, and that maybe she shouldn't be so hard on her father. I'm yeah, like, come on. <laughs> no. 
there's a huge difference no. between her and her father. Well, there's a huge difference between someone right. who is because he had, he had set, children with others, right? Yeah. Who's so, sleeping well, with two different people outside of a uh, now, we, and we don't know. Let's let's be perfectly clear here. We don't know the seriousness of the relationship. She's being asked to move in with the one character. Clearly. He's keeping the relationship a secret, and if you're keeping a secret, it's never a good sign. No. So let's throw that out. There. Well, uh, I want to I want to use an analogy to see to tell you why Mike is kind of right, Barrett. But I see where you're coming from because it's not like he has two different fam. She has two different families, you know. So she's living a lie. But it's like the baseball player Chipper Jones. He is married with children and. He cheated on his wife and on a one night stand and the woman got pregnant. And now he has two, quote unquote, two families, but he's, he's not married to two women, but he still now has two families and the original family, the woman divorces him. And, and the thing is, is if he just kept his thing in his pants, he, he, he wouldn't have uh, got someone pregnant. Never mind doing uh adultery and, and whatnot that you know we can frown upon if, if if so be so i see what mike's saying is that the relationship she's having even being a lesbian she's not going to get pregnant so but the point is is but she's not married to both of them and that's I, I, where that's where the difference it, lies for me. That, I agree. That's what I'm even saying. Com, even I, I'm saying for her character to compare herself seems ridiculous to me. Um, in in see, my mind, and that's fair. I, I'm just saying that she, you could argue, is a dirtbag because she's cheating on her significant other. That, yeah, and then part of that's cultural because we are used to monogamous relationships. Um, there are people out in the U.S. that do not believe in monogamous relationships, but okay. they're honest about it, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. They go I, I, in it with their partner saying, "Hey, I want to be with other people," and then that's fine. But when right, you're right, lying right. to everybody, and yeah, that's where right, it fits right, to right. Me. I, right. At what I'm talking about, and I think what Mike's trying to say is she has committed herself to an individual. And, that makes sense. I get it now. She, and then she's she's going off. Uh, having lesbian sex with another woman. In her mind, it's similar, but in in most worlds, it, it would not be. In, practi think. in practicality, there is no, uh, but, as far but, as we know, there was no oath smoking, right? There was no. Right, right. right. Uh, but, 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 but Mike's point is, is a valid yeah, point. Because her character sees it that Because way. it's the Chipper Jones thing. If, if this was, if these were guys instead of women, where, uh, he can just go off and have sex and boom, the girl gets pregnant. He just, he, he's now has another child, but with a different woman than the woman that he's actually married to. So I, I see where Mike's coming from. In other words, she's, she's living a quote unquote sinful life based off of her moral code. And there's a big difference between someone, and I'm not necessarily excusing that either, between someone who has a one night stand, who screws up in a marriage, and and or and fathers a child out of wedlock, in or out of the marriage, and someone who act who actively maintains for twenty five years, thirty years, two relationships on opposite sides of the world that are secret from each other, two wives, two children. Uh, that's a that's a very different ball game. And yes, there are some people 
But lots of people. There are some people who are just fine with bigamy. There are some people who are fine with all sorts of things. Those are anecdotal, though. Um, that we don't want to necessarily go around and and rubber stamp. And the thing is, the majority of the audience that is going to watch this, I'm going out on a limb, and are are not going to be all that cool with this. So it's just it's just a weird storyline. I would be thinking, would that actually make her consider forgiving him? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, that's I, what the show seems to be wanting us to to feel better well, about it because she did something similar. Well, well let me put it this way: I, I, we're all sinners. It's, it's just yeah, people. absolutely. Okay, yeah. it's just how it is. However, like the, the, the lifestyles of these characters in this show, specifically her and her father make me dislike both of them completely because it's just gross. I don't dislike her because she's young and you know, when you're young, she's an adult though. you're yeah. Yeah. But you don't, I don't think you become an adult until 30 or greater to be honest with you. Cause you know, people screw around at that age. I mean, people, a lot of people don't even get married till much later now, but so in her case, I understand it. And he was probably pretty young when he started this. Well, but... I, th- I think what Mike's uh, – uh, well, and I'll just speak for myself – is that, yeah, that people, if they get married later, they're more apt to have relations before they're married. However, you can still date someone without cheating on them. I agree. I'm just saying it's more likely when you're young than when you're. You know, well, I don't know about more likely. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's, to me, it, to me, it's different. You don't have as much experience. It's easier to make that mistake. Okay, but I think Mike's point is. I'm just saying why I don't dislike her. Okay, fair I enough. I think she's enough. still learning. She's still growing, and that was the moment of insight for her that makes her more of an adult. All right. I guess that's a way way to look at it. I assume, yeah, that's fine. Um, I mean, I I would argue. I mean, yeah, we know we've learned a lot but, about but, how but the rain. It's it's all rain it's matures. all soap opera crap, though. But anyway, go yes. ahead. Sorry. I'm gonna yes. say I I think we've learned a lot about how the brain matures and what's an old hood and, and blah blah blah. Uh, but at the same time, um, people kind of we've arrested development in our country and in our in our culture. Yes. Uh, for a long time. And I don't necessarily think that that's a necessary thing. Um, that yes, people are are capable of being mature adults in a lot of ways. I, I know a lot of them. Uh, I know a lot of people who had no problem, you know, getting a job or having a family in their twenties. And biologically, we have not really changed. Um, I think it's a cultural thing where we just give permission to people to remain immature assholes for longer than they need to, need to be. Oh, I would, I would agree. And I think yeah. that we don't train our kids well enough to not be immature assholes for as long as we are. <laughs> and it's and, getting and worse. Also, <laughs> Sorry. And I would also argue from my perspective, and I don't know how old this woman really is. She's a science teacher in a middle school. She means she's been to college. She's graduated she be 30. college. She could be 30. She could be. Yeah, the actress, got, I she's think, got is 31. She's got to be 25 and 30 years old at this point. Yes. Um, I, I know I was in that same situation, borrowing a couple of grade levels 
Uh, I'm not cutting her the slack of, oh, you're still an immature asshole. No, that's not the position you put yourself in. I don't necessarily mean immature. I mean inexperienced in life and not realizing, yes, you're an adult and you know what's wrong. But I think you're more likely to do the wrong thing when you're younger than when you're older. Um, it's more easy to do because you're not as worried about consequences. No, no you're, you're right, and it's it's a thing. And I, I feel like we're spending too much time. I, I just yeah. find, if anything, this does well, not – Well, that, that's what this episode is about, crap. <laughs> so but this that's is, why this we're, is we're a thing that was supposed to make me, I think, was supposed to make me feel uh, – Sorry that her whole relationship and her mis- – we, we're supposed to be sorry for her for making the mistakes instead of being angry or disgusted. And we're supposed to feel better towards her father, I think. Exactly. Of too. And yeah. none of that works because I already don't like her father for what he did because I think right. doing that – you know, doing that to two women, they're adults and everything, but doing that to the children, right. that's horrible. I, I have yeah. a real problem with that when it comes to kids. So yeah. – um, I don't have a lot of forgiveness. Well, well, you know, you know what they're acting like. Not, not that all of our generations haven't had our silliness, but uh, I mean, they're 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 acting just like Mike said. They're acting like children. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the movie Little Children, that great movie where just people are adults and they're just acting like idiots and stupid. And all these characters in the modern era, besides Shaw. I just asked. I, I like children. Every one of them, even the monarch people, acting. They like are. Children. They are. It's so stupid. It, these these characters suck. They're terrible. I want to go yeah. back to the 1950s. Those characters were good. The stories were good. Fortunately, there was a. If you look at the preview for next week, they don't give you a trailer of next week's episode, but they do show a, a pic, and it's a pic of Shaw and the grandmother when they were younger back in the 50s. So. I assume we're going to go back to that. God, I hope so. God bless us too, too. Because this I mean, the biggest sucks. the biggest plus of this timeline is Kurt Russell. Let's be honest. Right? Absolutely. And Absolutely. every scene he is in is good. And I like. And that was the only part of this episode I liked was when he was getting interrogated and he was giving like little right. bits of information, but not telling us what's well, going on. And, and he's such a great <laughs> actor. When they show, you know, to to play with his mind, they show. The, the picture of um, the 1950 film and he looks at it and he watches it and he has the, the smile and stuff. Uh, I mean, it, it yes. real. I mean, he's just yeah. a great actor. And then I liked how they had him stand up to see where the, the film's coming from. And his face is imposed on his son's face, who's plays him as a kid. And I yep. thought that was pretty awesome. And, and so, yeah, I, I concur. With the, well, and the even his what? son is a much better actor than those other kids. Oh, big time. <laughs> and so, I'll call them kids because that's what they're playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's it's uh, the the modern stuff, the Kurt Russell stuff is good. Um, unfortunately, the the other characters, I, I don't really like that much. I, I wouldn't. I, I think the characters are perfectly fine for what they're supposed to be. I mean, we really don't know much, like say about Bill Randa in the in the in the 1950s. Um, I I think the 50s stuff though was more directly tied to the monster stuff that was going on. Well, that's my point, Mike. Is that yeah, we, these characters could be good if it was something else. You know, like if you want to watch some soap opera nine o'clock. We got show. to see them being heroic in some way. Yeah, yeah. Give yeah. A, 
Make yeah. them more part of the monster stuff and don't give us – keep it in the present. Keep it active. Yes. Um, we, we already know enough about who these characters are. I don't need to go any deeper. I don't need to know that she uh, – I already know that she feels badly about losing all of her students and that her father kind of died as a result or these things that her father died. That's all the motivation I need. I don't also need to say, oh, wait a minute. She also – her lover died. Oh, and also she was cheating around on her lover. I don't need all of that in there. I just don't. They need so, to get out of – they need to get out of breadcrumb mode, which is what we're getting right now, are breadcrumbs that lead to the father that are totally uninteresting. Well, and also right. – and, and I saw this um, thing, uh, article, about how younger audiences don't want to see – uh, all these sex scenes anymore, and that's fine. But th- but these sex scenes are so stupid because it's just like I, it's, it's they're just not necessary. They, there's no reason for the last week's sex scene or this week's sex scene, and 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 it, it's just rubbish because it has nothing to do with the plot of the show if they had a sex scene of randa and the grandmother way back in the 50s that actually works because they fell in love as they're looking for monsters but this stuff here is just garbage this is like three years ago which i i don't remember there was a sex scene uh yeah well yeah uh, with her and her may and and the brother that was in the last one, and then in this one was the girl and her yeah, and the one team, of her yeah. lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't remember yeah. the sex scene. I just, I just, it, it wasn't real. Well, right, they right, were in it, bed together. Yeah, that, right, right. That's what I meant. Yeah. It, it's yeah, like, in bed together is one thing. A sex scene is something else. Well, well but my point is, is that they they just want to have bedroom shenanigans, even if they're not going to really show it that much. And it's like we don't need that. It's just stupid. It's like I don't care about their bedroom habitat. I don't care about it, and and we didn't need to know anything about um, May and him. Uh, we didn't need to know anything about her and her two lovers. It, it's just junk. It's just well, this is well, where it makes, you, it makes it makes you wonder, and, and you know, it's oh, you know, this is old days of filmmaking. I'm oh, sorry, old days of TV. Uh, where you know you try to squeeze in something for everybody, and actually old days of films too, right? You go watch some of those old movies made during World War II just to keep the morale up. You know they would they would squeeze everything in them that they possibly could, and some comedies, some some adventures, maybe a musical number, because everybody was seeing the same movies, and so you try to appeal to all audiences. And this is not an all audiences kind of movie, no. Right? It's uh, like they don't know TV what they're. Series. They don't know what's important to the story, which is the monsters and Monarch and how they interact. The human well, side they of it know, and the monster side of it. <laughs> they know the monsters are important, but they also know the monsters are freaking expensive. Um, right. And and they can't just do an old rubber suit thing. And I should point out the old rubber suit monsters were expensive in their own way because uh, there's a reason why Godzilla stopped destroying cities in the old uh, movies and uh, – after a certain point, and they always seem to be fighting in some rocky wasteland. Yeah, because setting uh, those because, cities up is expensive. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> it would cost. Um, and they would have to replace the, uniform, the, the the suits every couple of movies because the suits would just got too beat up and worn down. So those were expensive in their own way, but not nearly as expensive as what these giant CGI battles are. And um, There is more coming. 
Uh, I can tell you from the trailer they dropped today or yesterday, whenever it was, that uh, there will be more kaiju stuff coming. Uh, you're going to have to be patient for it, I'm sure. There are, however, only five episodes left. But, yeah, I, I, and I'm also really, like, if this was a show on, in the day, NBC, right, or CBS, uh, you would know that, oh, the ratings are good, there's going to be another season. Uh, we have no idea, A, what the ratings are, and B, if it's good enough to justify another season, and C, if they are good enough to justify another season, where there will be another season, and then D, if there is another season, whenever it might be coming, because that could be three years down the road. Right. Right. Um, So we get very invested in the story of the here and now, and they need to pay off the stuff more here and now and not down the road eventually. Um, We need sort of self-contained story arcs, and they need to not – dawdle and they're dawdling and um that's unfortunate but anyway but you could you would have i'm sorry what i was meant to say is so back in the day you might spend some time doing storylines that you realize that don't work but you're trying out different things and you would get you know 22 episodes in a season and by the second season they're well they didn't do those kind of storylines anymore because it wasn't the right voice for the right show and maybe they'll realize that these are not the sort of stories they should be telling on this show. Right. Um, That's for sure. But you only have 10 episodes, and these 10 episodes may be the only ones we get, and they may have to suffice if there are going to be more for until 2025, 2026, before we get any more. Well, I think they're missing the, the crux of the main um, idea for writers is that you you have to ask yourself – does this make the story move forward or does it not? Is it necessary to the story? And I don't think they've got that skill down. Right. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. And, and that's the thing is I like, you know, uh, a lot of times they say um, like, this isn't a source material, uh, but when they have a book or something they say, Oh, it'd be so much better if they made it. Instead of a movie, they made it into either a miniseries or a season. But as you can see, sometimes, and, and in this case specifically, because it's not a source material, they, they just are, you know, creating it from scratch. They get stuck into this 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 crap of of soap opera stuff, and I, it just is terrible. Well, I think books can do that too. They um, can. Yeah. Those are the, bad the, books. The, 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 well, the classic example of this is Jaws, right? So. Uh, now, Bill, we've, we've teased you a bit on the, on the Dark Discussions podcast because whenever we do something that's adapted by a book, you tend to complain about every change made in the book, from the book. But Jaws was a movie, was a, sorry, was a story in which there was a major subplot in which, um, Matt Hooper was sleeping with Sheriff Brody's wife. Yep. Nobody gives a shit about that in a giant shark movie. That's so. So, so they they got rid of that story, and I and and I think they made a better story for it. I remember reading the book, and I was completely not interested in that storyline. Well, technically, that writer was doing what you shouldn't do. You should look at that and go, "This doesn't need to be in here. It doesn't further the story." That's right. why the movie was better. <laughs> exactly, right, right. and in this case, uh, I'm with Bill in that. And, and, and you, and that this is not something that's really helping the story out at all. We already had a character with motivation. 
uh, we didn't need more motivation for the character that was already heavily motivated. Right. They're already um, doing what they want him to do. <laughs> and, and they give us some motivation that's going to make her more forgiving of this weird thing with her father that I don't understand at all. Right. And I you mean, know what's worse? We know that he's alive. Well, we're pretty sure he's alive. We don't know. We're pretty sure he's alive, so we're going to have to come to grips with this, and they're going to have to write story around what he did. And that just bugs me even more. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that they find him alive, and then they find him dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they find him alive, and only for him to sacrifice himself to save his children, so that we don't have to have, like, that awkward Three's Company moment, you know, of... of <laughs> You were Jack it was you know, it was uh, accidentally arranged a date with two different women on the same night in the same uh, at the same restaurant, and then has to awkwardly deal with the fact that he's been busted. Um, I, I, I'm just no, just just oh my god, it's just skeevy. I just uh, I don't I don't <laughs> want to go there. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of them. It feels like we we've actually gotten more about this and that relationship than we have about the mystery. Um, yeah, Shaw's eternal youth. We have, which at the very more least, about that than the monarch mystery, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, true. Uh, that's my main problem with the story right now. They they have showed monsters, which is what I want to see, um, but they have not tied the stories together well enough for me to go, "Wow, I love this show." And I need the storyline with the father to actually go away because it's not doing anything for me at this point. And, and they can do that by having them, you know, actually find the father. Yeah. But, you know, this is the second episode in a row where I feel like they basically set it up where we're going to get them spilling the goods with Monarch. And I, I don't know that that's actually going to happen or if they're just going to keep holding that carrot out there. And I, you know, I'm not a dog. I, I, you can hold the bone, you hold the bone over my head for too long and I am just going to end up losing interest. Right. Yeah, that, that's true. I'll tell you one thing. If we weren't doing this podcast, I, after the last episode and most certainly after this episode, I, I would think, oh, I may go and play far fallout four again or something. Or, or or read my book that that I'm reading instead. Um, but you know, that's just be. It's uh, I'm not. A I would watch. Person. I would watch it to the end because I did watch Rings of Power to the end, and <laughs> I'm not going to watch the second season of that. I'm going to give this every opportunity, and if it doesn't, you know, get to where I want it to go, I probably won't watch a second season of it. Yeah, well, we'll have to figure that out. Um, me and Mike uh, actually did that once with uh, uh, American Gods. American Gods. And uh, we did we we sucked it up for two seasons, and then we we just said forget it. And and we had listeners that we we put out a, a three minute thing saying that we've just given up and it's not for us and whatever. And that preview three minute episode, or or I should say the conclusion of our podcast, uh, we still got. Uh, exact same amount of people. In other words, people were waiting for the podcast. Um, wow. But, but yeah, I mean, I mean, if it if it 
but but you know we'll, we'll figure it out. I mean, again, this is just two bad episodes in the middle of a ten episode season. The first yeah. three episodes, I think we all concur, were, were really solid. And even even the last episode, even though Barrett, you you liked it even less than myself and Mike, at least it did have some cool monstrous stuff. It did, yeah, and I admit that readily. Yeah. So <laughs> so so we 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 can we can hope we can hope and and if everything looks as it seems next episode we'll have some of the 1950 stuff again and i i think i would have been more happy you know no disrespect to kurt russell because obviously he's playing the 2014 storyline or 2016 storyline but i i i prefer the the 1950 storyline with the characters and actors and that it was, it's just so much better. It's it's really good. Well, I think, like I said, we were, that's the monster part of the monster story. And yeah. there wasn't a need to delve into Shaw's background. There, there wasn't. A, we we got what we needed from Shaw in his little debriefing with the colonel, uh, where he talks about having punched. And uh, that's how you should get characterization. Guy. You should get it through their story. Not through flashbacks. No, and you know what? I don't mind. When Lost did it, and it's been 20 years, or almost, when Lost did it, the whole show was a mystery. Right. The characters were a mystery to ourselves, to, to the, me, the audience, and to each other, and they were supposed to be a mystery. Right. Who can we trust? Who do we not trust? And it was a stroke of genius to then – and then you had a very large cast of characters where you could do an episode about Jack and an episode about Sawyer and bounce back and forth and, and, and unveil one mystery at a time and, and reveal something about these characters because you didn't know anything about these characters. Yep. I have not learned anything interesting about these characters in the last two episodes. The closest is that, you know, May is is on the inside, and we kind of figure that out anyway. Um, I don't care that the son is a struggling artist. I certainly don't care, and and am turned off by the fact uh, that the that the daughter was in a committed relationship that she was having an affair or seemed to have been having an affair. It, it, it does not add anything to my enjoyment of the character. It does not add anything to my enjoyment or anticipation of the story. It, it does doesn't not reveal make, it. Yeah, it doesn't make her any more useful to the story. Right. Right, right. Yeah, and, and well, yeah, well, well, why are they telling us about her cheating? It, it, it's, it, uh, or or well, even that she's a lesbian to, or, or that she has – I guarantee you they're trying to make her identify more with the father and to give her an avenue to forgive the father. Yeah, yeah, which is stupid. Yeah, yeah stupid. Which, I'm sorry, you know how you, you, you want to have her forgive the father? Here's what you do. You have her confront her father. Right. Yep. That works. That's real story. Yep, that <laughs> and, and yes, by the way, I will say um, exposition is not always the best way to introduce characters. Right, there's the the the, the old uh, show don't tell. Uh, but so having Shaw say, "Yep, I hit a guy because he was being disres- disrespectful to a woman," it's not 
the most artful way to do this. But you know what it what is? It's very efficient. <laughs> yes. And it gets it out of the way, and it gets you to move on to the story because this is not what the audience is here for. Right. Yeah. You can make a sympathetic character without having to see backstory. <laughs> you know what I think of whenever I see these these kind of uh have to have a flashback to show the character's traumatic history. I I think of Ted Stryker from Airplane. Ah. Um, That's a movie that satirized the whole flashback thing 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And yet still, all of our stuff these days is made in flashbacks, and it drives me insane. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it started with Lost, and that was pretty cool, because it was like one of the first that kind of did it really cool. And then yep. now everybody seems to be doing it. And it's, like, and it's funny because in the end, lost lost their way too. So they did. No, no pun intended there. Right. Yeah. Well, lost yeah. never had a way, but because it was a mystery, right? They kind of yeah. hid that fact for a few years. Right, right. Right. They were they were able to hide that they didn't have any idea where they were going. Right. The right. story. Right. And then Westworld did it, but they did it differently, and so it was kind of cool. Even though yeah. they they hoodwinked us um but now it's like everybody just seems to be doing it and it's it's unfortunate but this is not a real mystery show I, I don't know what they think the mystery is you're right i know yeah you're yeah, right yeah exactly i mean i i want to hear i mean i know like for example robin cook the author he he writes some stories that aren't really mysteries because you already know what's going to happen but the journey is pretty cool and here Unfortunately, you know, they're they're, they're taking these these uh, detours that aren't necessary, just to fill. In other words, they could have probably made eight episodes instead of ten. Yes. You know, but I don't know. Let's see. Uh, anything else that we wanted to talk about that's on our list that we haven't brought up? Well, did you really. mention? Uh, Shaw's age again. The, uh, yep, that was the only thing yes, left on yeah. on my my list. Mike was the, the age, so they are going to ex- at least explain it. But again, they, How does they look sixty? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's it's like they they're kind of vague too. You would think those people when they brought it up, hey, it's classified. They, they, but they would talk about it. Go, yeah, but, yeah, because that's that's kind of interesting. It's like like you know what was that thing that you saw shoot across the sky, or or why did uh, something move in the house that, and there was no one there. You know, you, that's that's the, or the hole in the ground in Alaska. You know, you, that stuff you talk about over and over, and then they just say it in passing, so we no forget it, and also we don't go. Why is he not ninety? And <laughs> and unfortunately, they they kind of uh, um, made the. I'm actually okay with how they did that in this episode because. I'm okay with him going, hey, it's classified. I can't talk about it because I feel like we're going to find out now. Now I feel like they they have to address it. Um, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, and so we're going to know at some point, which is cool. We know it has something to do with Monarch because something happened that he can't – that the other guy can't talk about. Um, she could just ask Shaw directly. <laughs> I don't know what – you know. That's true. They've, they've got him in a cage. <laughs> That's true, but what and why don't they? 
and w- maybe the woman knows because she's so that guy knows obviously because it's classified and he's just basically tells her that so he obviously seems to know something about it and you would think that the woman who is like whatever level she is knows about it um but he did say something went wrong <laughs> well i don't consider staying young <laughs> Younger right. than I am? Wrong. So yeah, I'd like to know what it is for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Anything else on that age stuff, Mike, that you wanted to talk about? No, just that they've at least acknowledged it. And, you know, I, I said earlier that, you know, you mentioned it once. It's acknowledging the the discrepancy to the audience. Uh, this is now the third time, I think, if not the fourth time that they brought it up. Uh, which means that they almost certainly have got to, uh, Pay it off. Yeah, they, they've got to address it. And I hope to God that this is not one of those, uh, and I'll keep saying this, unfortunately, that this is not going to be one of those. We'll address it in the second season. Oh God. If they do that, that... <laughs> it's oh, one of the few that, mysteries yeah. I'm actually interested in. <laughs> I could care less where the father is. I want to know how he's still so young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I, I care more about the Shaw character. Why, what happened to him to land up being quote unquote semi-prisoned? What, what hap? How does that all lead back to the beginning? And, and it seems like we're going to get some of that. Because that's the interesting story. Yeah. I don't even know why we even need these kids. You could have totally changed right. the show and not had them in it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need the, different. We didn't need the kids at all. We didn't May, could, need... May could have been a hacker that worked for Monarch, and you know Shaw. Right. I don't know. Like a like an offshoot of Monarch was breaking free and wanted to do certain things, and they set him free. And I can think of a million different right. plot. Well, and they, they, and they don't even need May's character. They could have just used some rogue person in, in Monarch. Well, know? that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. if you want to have these young, diversified actors, that's fine. But the storyline they've chosen is not the storyline that I would most enjoy. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't really care too much about the, the diversity stuff anymore because that stuff is in pretty much – uh, but they want young nowadays. actors because they want young people to watch it. Yeah, so I guess you're right. I, yeah, I but, get that part, but yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess, but I I don't know. It's uh, I yeah, I guess. I mean, that's just a sad commentary on on people then, because I have to watch a show because they're 22 years old and I am too. So like, that's, oh. you know, well, I mean, that's that's the way the world works. <laughs> I guess. I mean, there is. First of all, there there is something to that. Um, I'm, I'm, but why does everybody like Jaws when, when, when as kids? Because they were all fifty year old characters or forty year old characters. You know, you see what I'm saying? Shark eating people. Um, well, this is, they're supposed to be monsters that eating people. So why? You know what I'm saying? So it, the age of the character shouldn't matter. But, yeah, but you still had with Jaws. <laughs> you had the husband. You had the wife. You had the young guy. You had the old guy. You had the kids, so yeah, but, people would. So the argument would be that it touches on all the demographics. Um, right, I, I, but, I but they focused on the correct characters, right? Here they're focusing on the wrong characters. Well, and they're maybe, making them too. But, they're making them too much of the story when the kids and like Jaws, for example, that you know they were they were like background characters. But anyway, continuing. There is some truth to this. I mean, you look at 
they're just that the people tend to like to watch people that are like them. Um, and unfortunately, the reality, in my opinion, maybe you don't or other people won't agree. We have a habit of judging what, who is like me on superficial to me thing that are not necessarily innate character traits. I mean, in other words, like you, we, we focus on uh, I'm on race, sexuality. Um, and yeah, there's elements of that, but there's so much more to a human being than just, you know, the, the body that you were born into. Um, some people, some people, right? Because, you know, when we were kids, we were watching Godzilla films and, and we didn't even. That's all we had though. I mean, yeah, that's no, right. But, yeah. Cause but, you know, but, they but, have but, a plethora of stuff to watch. They have way more to watch. Well, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. I, can... I remember seeing like yeah. uh, 20 years ago or more at this point, like they, talking about just like the, the the difference the pop culture difference in in white versus black audiences so at the time the number one tv show on the air was friends but it didn't crack the top 10 list of like tv shows watched by black households where like the number one tv show was like uh everybody hates chris which was the chris rock show right and and it was just here's the white people homes all shows about white people. Here's the black people homes, all shows about black people. There is a truth to that. You can like it. You cannot like it. Hollywood is a business. It will try to identify that. And if it feels that having uh, a straight couple, a gay character, a bigamist, I guess, um, Japanese characters, American characters, white characters, black characters, if, it may, if that in their mind is what you need to throw a net around everybody to bring as many people into it as possible. Fine. Again, this is going back to TV 101 back in the day where you would have leave it to beaver. You had a mom, you had dad, you had the children thinking that moms would watch for mom. Dads would watch for dad and kids would watch for kids. Um, I mean, doesn't explain, you know, doesn't necessarily explain like I Love Lucy, which started out with just a husband and a wife and didn't have any children. And, um, but it's, it is just, or the fugitive, right? You know, I don't, who, who identified with, uh, the doctor on the run for murder, you know, it's, but I, I think there's more than enough outliers out there for us to say that that's lazy thinking. You're damn right. It's lazy. Character. Yeah. You make compelling characters, and people will 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 watch them. They will, or maybe they have to go more, uh, invest more than two minutes in a character to see something beyond what their skin color is, their hair color is, their their body type is, their sexuality. Find something to, to identify in their actual personality, right? Um, that they like this character because they're smart, this character because they're witty, this character because they're athletic, this character because they're kind and generous, whatever. And the reality is we should all be able to invest in good characters, period. And, you know, something like Game of Thrones, especially in the early season, you can uh, you could get invested in even the worst characters because they were well-drawn characters. By worst, I mean like the, 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 the slimiest, the scummiest of people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'll tell you one thing. The, the Game of Thrones, some of the, the scummiest characters are the best characters. I mean, to be honest, but um, 
And they usually had good backstories that we didn't get flashbacks about. We just heard them, heard about what they and did told or what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right, exactly. We didn't see the um, flashback of where they were really heinous or where they were treated like shit and then they became heinous. Yeah, yeah to be honest, it was barely any flashbacks at all. I can't think of any. The, the only one no, there, was, there, was there, like, there weren't like, flashbacks. And like, there, there was one. There was one like with Cersei when she was a little kid. And with Maggie it. the Frog or whatever her name yeah. was, the witch. Yeah. Yeah. And and really, when very Matt few of those... those guys go into the tower or whatever, we get a little bit of that. I think in flashback form. If right. I recall There's a correctly. few things when Tyrion talks about uh, his the woman he loved. Right, that add insight into characters in a relationship, but most of them just add a little color. You already know who the characters are. Right, right. right. So, a lot of it, a lot of it's just not necessary. And know what you are, know what show you are, right? Yep. And and be that show. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, this one fell into the traps. I'm waiting for Godzuki to show up. Anything. I mean, if we're gonna be a if we're gonna be a soap opera, <laughs> might as well have Godzuki. Works for me. <laughs> um. All right. So, anything else? Any anything else? Anybody wanted to bring up? Um. I had the jump cut. From the helicopter to jail, uh, no, the no 1950s, but there most likely will be a next episode because of the the screenshot for the next episode coming. Uh, Monarch, uh, I mentioned that it, it was like it seemed too low budget their their whole building and stuff and whatever. Um, the flashlight stuff in San Francisco and the singing, the hole in the ground Mike brought up, and and it was just like forgotten and then the age was brought up uh that was it that's all i got um all right so i guess that's it right no one else anyone well and i i'm not trying i'm I'm not ready and i know some people will i'm not ready to bail on a series after a couple of bad episodes uh or i don't even know i can say just weak episodes um yeah i would agree with that and I will say that if I was doing this on a rewatch, there's a really good chance I would at least fast forward through large parts of it. Um, I, I, I'm still holding out hope. But we've done – I've lost track of how many shows. Uh, and there's a number of shows where I've held out hope and I've held out hope and I've held out hope. And, you know, one of them was American Gods and, you know, uh, and hoping they had a plan. And it turned out, nope, sorry, they they, they didn't have a plan. So, I'm it's open. Too we'll bad. See what I really, I really like the first season of American Gods. I tried to get into the second one and I couldn't get into it, so I never went further. But uh, yeah, I like the first season a lot. So it it was the, the second season was a disaster behind the scenes, and that yeah uh, made it very clear um, that it was a disaster in front of the scenes, in front of the screens too, right? That it was, um, yeah, it was just a whole, a whole thing was a mess. And unfortunately that's the thing. I love Brian Singer, but he has a habit of starting a series and then not sticking with it. I think in this case he was removed because he was running over budget. 
but he has such a unique voice that once he leaves a show, you can tell there's a change in the tone. Um, you can tell which episode the the, the two segment segments of Heroes that he worked on the first and I think the third or fourth season, uh, Dead Like Me first season which he did, and then the second season which he didn't. You know, it's, there's a stark contrast. Um, but yeah, I that definitely is- recommend Pushing Daisies. So. Oh, the entire thing. Of, that is yeah. a great show. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So I guess that's it, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. So let's see. We have uh about recorded for about an hour and fifteen minutes or so. Uh. I don't know. Uh. Maybe if people want to talk about what they've been watching, genre stuff, or video games or whatever. Um, well, I we, think it's fair to say. Oh, we, yeah, go on. That we will all agree that a you should listen to the Dark Discussions episode, which has also been released on this feed about Godzilla minus one. Oh hell yeah! Yep. And and uh, that you should go see Godzilla minus one. Absolutely, there are very few movies that open into more theaters after their first weekend, and this. Is one of them, and it is for with good reason that it is opened in more theaters. Yeah, because it was a it's a Godzilla film, it's a Japanese film. Who wants to see that? And oh, looks like when you make a good Godzilla film, people actually do want to see it. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. I mean, it, it hurt because I, I couldn't bring my my daughter because she can't read subtitles because she's still learning reading. So it, it hurt some folk who would have been a good audience for the film. But um, all in all, people will. will will come and see it if, it if it's a good film and uh yeah, and eventually you'll be able film. to buy it and watch it with her yeah yeah it's exactly. a good father-daughter yeah. thing i mean that's i remember watching godzilla with my dad the original one and you know that's what brought me into monster movies so <clears throat> yeah indeed indeed um so yeah yeah definitely uh check out that movie if you can uh at theaters um, all right. So, anything else anybody wanted to bring up before we get into our final thoughts on the episode? So, anything genre related, or are we all good? Well, anybody? Anyone? I don't really have anything. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Same here. We'll we'll we'll, we'll probably do that on uh, dark discussions uh, episode. Uh, or oh, but we do have one other thing. We do have one other thing, Barrett. The Kaiju of the Week. Oh, no. The Kaiju of the Week. I've been so invested in my ear issue, I did not even think of one. Oh, my God. I'm a failure. Uh, hmm. Dang. Oh, my God. I totally forgot it was my turn. You ruined it. I know I did. Uh, who will I pick this week? Um, I actually really like Monster Zero. Yeah, um, King Ghidorah, Monster yeah, Zero. I really is, like. He him. was always my favorite as a kid too. But go on. Yeah, we'll, we'll I'll pick him for this week. Um, and mainly because seeing him in the um the second newer Godzilla movie, I I just really liked how he looked in that. Um. So yeah, he's he's one of my favorites, and uh, just with the three heads and uh, and his sound effects, 
his sound effects and how powerful he is. Uh, it's just, I always liked him. So yeah, that's who I'll pick on this, this week. Sure, I gotta, I, I don't know that we get enough credit or Toho gets enough credit for, uh, their use of sound. Um, they don't, and I'll tell you, I told I when in our podcast about the Godzilla movie, I said the sound was amazing, and Eric did go see it in uh IMAX this weekend, and he was saying that he he agreed with me, so the sound is amazing yeah and and they brought back the original music too, which is awesome. yeah, yep, yeah Any sorry, Mike, I didn't mean it. to interrupt you. keep going. no, I was saying is that like so you get like, like Phil mentioned the uh Gator is noise right is uh it's awesome is scream or or, or whatever you want to call it his, his his vocalizations uh if you look a lot of those toho films the, each monster has its own unique voice literally um, yeah yeah like and, and mothra right they were it would have been i'm sure very easy to recycle some sounds recycle some noises What do you think of Monster Zero, Mike? I think he's the the classic villain of the the the, the classic Tojo films, not Tojo Toho films. Um, he's the one that basically turns Godzilla into a hero. Yeah. Yep. Whether you think that's a good idea or a bad idea. Not sure how I feel about it. Sometimes I like that he's a good guy, and sometimes I like when he's just a ravaging monster, like in minus one. Yeah, so. I like him. I like him more as a bad guy. But when they fight, or or when we see King Ghidorah or Monster Zero, if you prefer, um, or even Astro Monster, I think is another name for him. Um, yeah. he's just so cool looking, and his sound effects are so awesome that, um. There's something about him that, that makes me like him even more than Godzilla. I mean, he's more unique looking. Godzilla you know, is. just looks like a Tyrannosaurus Rex with changes. While <laughs> Ghidorah is like right from mythology and yeah. like a Hydra combo dragon, you know, Godzilla's lasers and the sound effects. And yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, there's that scene in King of Monsters where he, you just see him and he's like floating in the air and he's just massive. He's got his three heads moving. I mean, it's just amazing looking. He's just a cool looking monster. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So uh, that's a good pick. I'm I'm with you, Barry. That's a good pick. Yeah, sorry I wasn't prepared. I totally forgot. I... <laughs> right, right, right. But but he probably was going to be your next choice anyway. If he... Probably, yeah. He was pretty yeah, high yeah. on my list. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. That's good. All right, so uh, that that means, Mike, you, you got it next week. Yes. The uh, Kaiju of the Week. So that's probably good. Um, all right, so uh, let's give our final thoughts uh, on the episode tonight. Um, of this television show. Um, so uh, why don't you go, uh, Mike? Why don't you start? I think I've said it. I've said it again and again. It, it's it gave me a story. And look, if you like the story, if you like these characters, if you wanted to know more about them, then great, you got it. Um, 
it's not that. And, and it's not that I, I don't care about character. I, I care a lot about character when it's well done. I just didn't find it well done here. Uh, it, it's, it's also not, like I said, I've heard people complaining online because it went woke. And the only thing that you could argue that it went woke with is just that they revealed the character was, uh, was a lesbian. Um, I, I don't think that, yeah, that, that's a weird argument about this episode. It's got much, yeah, more that, I don't think that issues. works. And yes. Oh, wow. They have a pride flag in, in the school in San Francisco. I would find it weirder if they did it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, the, 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 well, yeah. And, and the, and the stairs too. And I was thinking the same thing, Mike, at San Francisco. So it, yeah, but, but I, I, I can see the, the, the eye rolling just for the fact that, you know, it's the check boxes as, as we mentioned in, in prior episodes. So it, 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 I, the outrage, I, I agree. It's, it's unnecessary, but you know, it, I, I could see some folk and I'm not saying it's a big deal to yeah. any of us, but I could see some folk who would be horrified to see if they were watching with their seven year old or a six year old. And we see the two women kissing and stuff. So, it, you know, again, that's, that's not my problem. But I, I'm not, saying so i'm just saying i can see other people oh, you've got your 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 uh lgbtq month or whatever it is in uh yeah 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 me and barrett do the the halloween boutique lgbtq month uh pride for june uh for podcasts each uh that entire month so so we're we're not anti at all I'm no just it's just that other than other, other than folk, the fact folk, that, that yeah. the character is there it's not like they had made they didn't need the kiss, by the right? cops or yeah. uh what's that oh no, no no i was just saying they didn't have to show the kiss you know well i don't think it not that it's a big if, deal for most people or, or some people i should say but anyway continue well, they didn't need the kiss but they don't but again it was a straight couple i don't think it would have made a difference so that's not going to bother me yeah, um, it doesn't change and, the story and, at all for little children again this is it, it shouldn't matter because little children they ignore the kissing parts regardless um yeah they, they could they could so, someone would be curious about it but yeah either way it's, it's again what's it's to be not, curious it's I, I don't think it's a big deal um and i said look i understand some people don't like it fine okay then then don't watch it but you're finding fewer and fewer things where it's not there and considering that you know we are coming from a time where uh, you had to code characters because you couldn't show them to being openly gay. Uh, you know, and you like you talked about the character from um, was it North by Northwest? Yeah. Um. You know, so that's that's yeah, just, yeah. That's a uh, thing. Martin Land Martin Lando's character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. It's just there. That's not. There was no overt messaging. Uh, you know, they didn't have somebody saying, "Well, you know, talking about who to vote for." Or uh, it, to me, I, I would just like to get to the point where you know, where I'm sure at one point people would have been able to say, "Oh, look, they put a uh, a black character in this TV show now. That's going to make it all liberal." You know, it's, it's a character's a character, and let's just treat the treat the the LGBTQ characters as you know actual characters and not political statements. And I don't really find that to be a problem here, personally. Um, but yeah. I, that could be me. Well, no, I, I, but I, I could see see someone saying, 
it was intentionally put there for a specific reason and so forth, which is probably true because, you know, people. Oh, it, it is. It's, it's, but, a, it's a matter of yeah, hitting yeah. particular. It's like you said, and, and, aha, now we got another percentage of the population that may want to watch this show because it's like people who are like me may want to watch the show if we put those type of characters that are like me in the show. Yeah, that's a whole other problem. You know. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But but either way, it, it was a, a curiosity. Um, it, and uh, I, I think because it's done all the time now, it, it makes makes people just roll their eyes more than being even upset about it. And again, there's nothing to be upset about it because you can have any type of character in a uh, show. Um, but it's like it's, I think it's the checkbox. People just are, are are sick and tired of the checkboxes. But not necessarily me or, or anybody on this podcast. Just maybe those people that you saw complaining, like or Barrett or whoever said they saw them complaining. I don't know. People can email us at darkdiscussions at no. I just think that's if you're focused on that, you're you're focusing on what the actual flaws. You're making it easier for people to ignore. Your, your your criticisms if if you have other criticisms. Yeah, sure. Nope, that's true. That's true. Uh, but but uh, you know, it, it'll be curious to see where they go, uh, how these characters develop, and if those check boxes or backstories were there just for no reason except to fill for filler. And I'm afraid it's going to be just for filler a lot of it. Or it's like you said to to make us have her identify better with her dad or, or, or who knows. It's just weird stuff. I, I don't know what's going on. It's just <laughs> what it is. But anyway, continue, Mike. Uh, you, you were, you're saying your, your final thoughts. You said you already pretty much gave your thoughts. Anything else you wanted to add to it? No. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I, I just didn't like the episode. It was, it was just terrible. I, I pretty much, like you said, Mike said everything too. There's, there's nothing really else to say. Um, and honestly, yeah, if, if we weren't doing the podcast, this would have been my last uh, day watching this show. Um, but, but I'm going to stick it out. I committed and hopefully there's monsters. I want to see the monsters. So, so, uh, I'll stick it out. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Um, yeah, pretty much everything was said already. Um, I liked it better than the last episode, but that was mainly because, the last episode just seemed to have no forward momentum. This one at least had a little forward momentum. Last episode, um, they, they walked in a circle. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, one in a dream state, whatever. It was a waste of an episode. Um, this episode, I did feel like there was forward momentum. I may not have gotten monsters, but I felt like I got a little more of the monarch intrigue, which I want. They seem like they're still trying to find their balance, and I hope they can find it. Um, we'll see. All right, sounds good. Uh, so uh, once again, uh, this was episode five of Monarch Legacy of Monsters: uh, The Way Out uh, is the name of it. Uh, directed by Mazi Almas and written by Amanda Overton. Came out December eighth, twenty twenty-three. Next episode is called Terrifying Miracles. Uh, to be de- announced, uh, the director, but the writer is Carrie Taro Greenfeld. Uh, and it will premiere on December 15th, 2023. Uh, today is December 11th, 2023. Um, I'm not sure, but I'm sure I can probably speak for everybody. 
happy Hanukkah to those folks who uh, celebrate it. Uh, it just started a couple of days ago, and it runs for another good handful of days. So hopefully everybody has a joyous time. Uh, so that's pretty much our episode for tonight. Dark discussions at AOL.com is the website. To, I mean, the email to email us. Just write in the email, Kaiju, in the subject, and then whatever your subject is, and then we will read your email on the podcast. So with all that stated, Barrett, why don't you lead us out? Thanks again for joining us on episode five of King of Kaiju review um, of the show uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Join us next week when we review episode six. Monarch was there in San Francisco. When the whole city was coming down, these guys were taking pictures like... They've been waiting for it. You think that your father was working for them? This stuff wasn't a safe. Who are they? What's Monarch? This is the world we live in. Monsters are an inescapable reality. Those files belong to us, and they are more important than you could possibly imagine. This is going to give me nightmares. Now, you can choke down that monarch lie. About your father disappearing. Or we can find out what really happened. Before it's too late. It's not ours. Believe me. It's so much more vast than we could possibly imagine. These monsters and Monarch have taken everything from me. No more. The world is on fire. If you want to save millions of lives, we can use some help.